0: black lives matter bringing hamas israeli war to american streets welcome to the terrorist therapist show i'm dr carroll a psychiatrist and you are a terrorist therapist well today um, i'm talking about something that is really of major concern Um, it is of concern to me personally because i am an american jew I've been to Israel. I want there to be peace in Israel. I want Israel to continue to exist. But I'm also talking about this as not, I'm an American Jew. So I'm also talking about this not just as a Jew, but as an American who is concerned about what is going to happen in our streets in the forthcoming weeks and months. Um, first of all, let me, before I get into why I say that Black Lives Matter is bringing Hamas Israeli war to American streets. I'll get into that, of course. But let me just, in case you haven't been hearing about some of the attacks that have already been going on, I will mention some of them to you. This is just uh, the tip of the iceberg, but at least uh, you will know that there are such attacks, riots already going on. So one article is called, pro-Palestinian rioters appear to attack Spit on Jews in New York City. And there are tons of, you know, the headline is up here to, but, you know, there are tons of um, videos uh, in these articles that actually show pro Palestinian writers uh, attacking, spitting on Jews, calling anti Semitic um, slurs, and so on. So, for example, um, in Manhattan, um, there were such rioters, pro-Palestinian rioters, harassing, beating pro-Israel counter-demonstrators and then just people on the street who they assumed were Jews or some perhaps were wearing uh, yarmulkes. They also uh, shot fireworks at a crowd of onlookers and they spit on diners and attacked diners eating in a local restaurant. Now, what does that sound like to you? This is typical Black Lives Matter uh, rioting uh, behavior. So um, it was the pro-Palestinian demonstrators who were instigating and escalating the violence in the streets in Manhattan, in this example. One group of pro-Palestinians burned an Israeli flag. And of course, all the people were cheering about that. Now, remember, by the way, it was Palestinians after 9/11, um, who did cheer in the streets about Americans being attacked? Uh, people tend to forget that. Um, then there was a 29-year-old Jewish man who was seriously injured. He's a, at Bellevue Hospital in serious condition, attacked by pro-Palestinians. Um, there were fleets, uh, fleet drive-bys. Um, you know, cars where people are harassing and yelling, you know, horrible things to um, about Israel and about Jews. And um, then one, um, one pro-Palestinian so-called protester, right? They love to call them protesters instead of rioters uh, in New York City, threw a water bottle at a diner and his wife, and the man threw the bottle back and the rioters spit on him and tried to attack him. Then um, this was in Times Square and the Diamond District. Now there are a lot of Jews in the Diamond District in New York City that is, um, that is a, an occupation that a lot of Jews are in. So of course, going into the di- the, the Diamond District that is going, you're going to be more likely to find Jewish people. Um, Then now let's take it to Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, a Jewish man was chased by two cars flying Palestinian flags and shouting Allahu Akbar. That's one example. Another example is um, in masked pro-Palestinian mob attacks jewish diners in los angeles so they did the dining thing in los angeles as well you know people i mean now of course with covid there are more people sitting outside restaurants and now they are vulnerable to mobs all right so um, these again these are just a few examples of attacks to prove to you that there are such attacks in case you haven't heard of them in the mainstream media because the mainstream media um doesn't typically um, report or enough of these things, if at all. Okay, so now back to the original premise. Um, Why is Black Lives Matter bringing the Hamas-Israeli war to American streets? Well, first of all, because they support Palestinians, they have come out with a statement Saying that they support Palestinians, we also know—you may know—that they have been some of the people, women in Congress, um, the Squad have been talking to Biden, you know, asking him to. uh, Of course, they're pro-Palestinian, asking him to uh, to take the Palestinian side. Um, Then, of course, you know, one reason is because uh, Black Lives Matter does support brown-black issues. Although, if that were the only thing that they supported, we would, you know, that would be great. Um, Certainly, everyone should be against racism of all types, whether it's against brown people, black people, white people, um, Chinese people, or Jewish people. So there's no, you know, of course that's true, but that is not their underlying main goal. And this is what I wish, if you don't believe me, please, please look into it yourself. Look into the background of the leaders of Black Lives Matter. They are Marxists. They are not ashamed. (laughs) They they admit that they are Marxists. They were trained Marxists. So their real goal is, even though they have all these rationalizations for why they're supporting the the Palestinians, the real goal is um, to uh, continue violent riots that were begun after the George Floyd death last year, because they really want to have anarchy so that the United States would become Marxist. Now, if you don't believe that, you can see uh, in some articles, there are on on television if if they show this, but certainly uh, it's in some articles, um, pro-Palestinian protesters are carrying banners like we can't breathe since 1948. Now, 1948, was the date that Israel uh, became a state? Then um, what else? Um, so, so now the oh another problem is that you know another issue within this whole thing is that the Israel Palestine conflict goes back ages. It didn't just start in 1948 when Israel became a state. It went back far, far longer than that. And it's a complicated history. So activist groups like Black Lives Matter and like BDS um, are not either not familiar with this history or they just want to ignore the history because that doesn't go along with the narrative that they are promoting. So, um, so Black Lives Matter uses violence to um, to you know get to their aims and bds that stands for boycott divestment and sanctions and they are trying to use financial um ways of destroying israel um now also uh, a lot of a reason why a lot of the activists are go, going along with this including Black Lives matter but um people tend to think that the Palestinians are the underdog. And even if they have they have no connection to Black Lives Matter or BDS, it's just a, a narrative, an impression that has been promoted uh, so, p- largely by the media, which shows um, the pictures that they show for the most part are pro-Palestinian pictures, um, you know, showing Palestinians who were killed and so on, as opposed to showing Israelis who were killed. Um, Now, Palestinians really aren't the underdog because Iran is funding terrorist organizations, notably Hamas, which is the group, the terrorist group that attacked Israel. Remember, or I don't know, remember, I don't know if you know this, but you may like to know that it was Hamas who started this war that began on May 10th. They are terrorists, Hamas, and they started the war against Israel. And Israel is the one took the higher road um, to call for the ceasefire. Um, But Hamas is willing to sacrifice Palestinians for their goal of destroying Israel. So Hamas has these tunnels that could protect Palestinians, but what do they have in the tunnels? Hamas has weapons in the tunnels, bombs and all kinds of weapons. They're protecting the weapons that they are using against Israel rather than protecting the Palestinians. So yes, of course, in the battle, it turned out that there were more Palestinians killed than Israelis. Now, um, there are a few things that you need to know, more things that you need to know about this Israel-Gaza conflict. First of all, Gaza has spent millions on terror rockets but has no money supposedly for vaccines or education. Well, they don't because they're spending all their money, their millions on rockets, terror rockets, um, artillery. So and, and um, uh, Hamas has sent over 3,800 rockets into Israel in the 11 days that they were having the war that it's after it started the war. Um, They also said uh, Hamas or Palestinians also blamed Israel for the electricity outage, but that was caused by a Hamas rocket that misfired. Uh, Next thing that you need to know, everyone talks about the disproportionate numbers of dead. Um, Everyone forgets to mention the small fact that most are terrorists. Most of the, the Palestinians who have been killed are terrorists. There have been approximately 200 Palestinians killed in this war, and Israel had um, approximately 12 deaths. Um, now, what else do you need to know? These are five things you need to know. Um, yes, Hamas also turns their, their citizens into human shields by operating from densely populated area. Now, one of these areas you may well have seen the pictures uh, on television about um, the 13-story t- building that Israel bombed and that crumbled. It's, it was interesting how it looked like uh, 9/11, the twin towers falling. But anyhow, yes, Israel did that um, because um, this it housed the offices of um, Hamas. You know there was and and uh, it also housed the offices of the Associated Press and Al Jazeera. Now, um, AP, the Associated Press, claimed this is so unbelievable. <laughs> they claimed that they we have had no indication Hamas was in the building or active in the building really? If you don't know who's in your building, then it's hard to trust what you put out on your wire as being news if you don't know what's going on under your nose. Uh, Okay, Um, what else is important to know Israel? Oh, yeah, this is kind of amazing. I didn't know this Israel warns Gaza civilians ahead of strikes to get out. Um, They make telephone calls, they send messages, And they send, they make what the um, Israeli Defense Force calls roof knocking. This is sending a non-explosive device 15 minutes before a strike. So like knock, knock, we're gonna be sending a bomb here. So get out. Another thing you need to know is that progressive Democrats have no idea what they're talking about in regard to um, the Palestinians. Um, uh, The, they, um, you know, have, uh, Democrats are having a problem because um, Democrats are primarily Jewish. I mean, wait, no, I mean, that's not right. What I mean is a lot of Jews are Democrats. Um, And there is this, there is going to be, and there has already begun to be a um, difficulty in deciding whether to still go along with and be Democrats if the Democrats are supporting, increasingly supporting Palestinians. Um, okay, and then last but not least, uh, in terms of points that you need to know, is that um, the violence has nothing to do with Jerusalem and everything to do with Palestinian terrorism. Uh, The media has claimed that the rockets from Gaza, as well as the Arab uprising throughout Israel, um, has has to do with um, the Jews, the, the media is saying that it's because the Jews stole a Palestinian land in a neighborhood in Eastern Jerusalem known as Sheikh Jarrah. But in fact, the Jews did not, or the Israelis did not steal this land. Um, the there was an Israeli court decision to evict six Palestinian families who have never paid rent for the properties they reside in. This is a decades-long legal case, and the Jews, the Israeli Jews have all the legal backing, including title deeds to the properties. But the Arab squatters have been winning the PR battle, you know, making people feel sorry for them and how they're being thrown out, and so on. Well. There's a lot to say about this uh, whole issue, this whole war, Uh, and what, why I'm talking about it today is, and we're gonna, you know, um, end this segment and go on to the second segment. Why I'm um, talking about this, besides the obvious fact that, uh, you know, terrorism, terrorists invaded Israel, or the bombs invaded Israel. But, you know, in other words, it was a terrorist attack, and I am the terrorist therapist. So, of course, I have to talk about it. But my slant is that this should not only concern people who care about Israel, but it, con- it should concern Americans who are going to see more violence in the streets fueled by Black Lives Matter. So, stay tuned. We'll talk more about this in the next segment. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show. We're talking today about Black Lives Matter, bringing Hamas-Israeli war to American streets. Um, I have explained that to you already, why I'm saying that. Now I'm gonna tell you some more about um, Black Lives Matter and how they are involved with this um, war. But, um, at least in terms of America and um, uh, and, and in other countries, there have be, been um, riots starting. I'm not sure that Black Lives Matter is behind uh, the riots in these other countries, but, um, but certainly in America. Okay, and I mentioned to you as an example um, of this evidence is that some of the pro-Palestinian rioters We're carrying banners we can't breathe since 1948. You know, that's the same thing that the banners said about George Floyd, that the Black Lives Matter uh, rioters uh, said on their banners after George Floyd. Okay, so um, uh, Black Lives Matter um, has tweeted, I'm not like telling you anything that's a secret, really, in terms of. Uh, Black Lives Matter supporting the Palestinians. You may not have heard much about it because as I said, the mainstream media isn't, uh, you know, isn't really talking about the backstory of a lot of this. Um, But anyhow, they tweeted solidarity with Palestinians. Um, And they have said that they're blaming it on settler colonialism. That's one of the reasons I told you uh, already about how the reasons why Black Lives Matter, things that they are using rationalizations um, to support the Palestinians. And so one of the rationalizations is that um, they um, are saying that Israel, they're comparing Israel um, to Americans, to American settler colonialization, col- colonialism, you know, with American settlers uh, having Black slaves, basically um and so they're saying that the palestinians are like the black slaves and so they're going to um to continue to advocate for palestinian liberation liberation (laughs) i'm not quite sure what they're being liberated from um so and, and they are also using as a rationalization for why they are advocating for palestinians as the fact that they they're comparing the situation in gaza to anti-police protests in the U.S. In other words, they are saying uh, they are on the side of the Palestinians because the Israelis are like the police. I mean, hello, (laughs) Um, you know, this is, they are just coming up with all these things as an excuse to make riots in America. Um, Now, let's see. They Now, this has sparked some controversy. You know, they're admitting this, that they are so pro-Palestinian, especially when they talked about it being like anti-police protests. Uh, You know, people are having trouble understanding why Black Lives Matter is getting into this. But as I'll tell you in a bit, there's actually a long history of not that long, but there's a history that goes back to about 2012 um, for Black Lives Matter getting involved. So, um, so this is the quote that they, that they wrote. Black Lives Matter stands in solidarity with Palestinians. We are a movement committed to ending settler colonialism in all forms and will continue to advocate for Palestinian liberation. Always have and always will be. Then, um, They of course are um, that you know they're also equating it to America's racial unrest. You know they're equating what's happening between Palestinians and Israelis as Amer- America's racial unrest. They're looking for lots of reasons to to basically to riot to you know to come out for the Palestinians and use that as the reason for rioting. Um, they pinned the blame on the blood sh- for the bloodshed on Israel instead of Hamas. Even though it was Hamas who started, you know, shooting the rockets, and Israel was just protecting itself, um, there are apparently thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters across the U.S. already that they that who have gathered and who have started protesting/slash rioting, um, and other Western countries actually. Um, So then the Boycott, Divestment and Sanctions Campaign, which is also a pro-Palestinian group, they who's calling for an economic boycott of Israel, (coughs) they got into the act and they thanked BLM. They said, thank you for your solidarity. From Ferguson to Palestine, our struggles against racism, white supremacy, and for a just world are united. This is not about white supremacy in Israel. Um, and then, so people have, you know, there are people who have written, uh, who have tweeted um, contradictory tweets to that, including myself, but one, of the, one person wrote, no surprise, terrorists supporting terrorists. Uh, another person wrote, tweeted, the BLM movement has officially sided with terrorists. Well, it's true. You know, the, the BLM movement is actually trying to say that they don't support terrorists. Um, that they are supporting the Palestinians, but not Hamas, but you can't really separate that because Hamas is made up of Palestinians. Of course, they also, you know, are very, uh, as I said, they they don't really care about Palestinian lives or they would be protecting them in the tunnels. But um, but, you know, so, yes, of course, terrorists are supporting terrorists. Uh, let's see, let me tell you some other, um, another, uh, even NPR has said, NPR, National Public Radio, which is, you know, a pretty reasonable, (laughs) well, it depends, but for the most part, they're pretty reasonable in their reporting. And so they, um, wrote an article that said, for left, Palestinian cause similar to Black Lives Matter movement. Um, And they are saying left-wing Americans are rallying to the Palestinian cause and against Israel because they see it, quote, as a power struggle akin to the movement for black lives. Now what's interesting, however, and this is a, a really interesting point, you know, recently there was the Eurovision Song Contest, the annual Eurovision Song Contest, and Israel was represented by a black Jewish woman named Eden Aline. She was a beautiful woman with a beautiful voice. She got into the finals. So you can't say Israel is not all white. In particular, there are a lot of Ethiopian Jews that Israel saved and brought to Israel, that Israelis saved and brought to Israel. So, and there are other black uh, Jews. So, you know, none of this makes any sense. Um, so they're trying to say Palestinians are black lives. Um, young activists see the Israeli-Palestinian conflict as a power struggle, like movement for black lives. I mean, you know, yeah, you can. Um, oh, you can um, try to, you know, blur the lines and try to and try to say that. Um, There, um, the, the um, leader, one of the founders of Black Lives, um, has said that Black Americans um, felt a kindredness, kindredness, uh, quote unquote, with Palestinians because of their, quote, Eerie, eerily familiar. Yeah, let me try this again. <laughs> One of the founders of Black Lives Matter um, said in a radio show that Black Americans felt a kindredness with Palestinians because of their, quote, eerily similar, unquote, experiences. We are in deep solidarity with them and frankly believe that Palestine is the new South Africa. We stand together with our Muslim brothers and sisters, you know, ignoring, (laughs) ignoring facts. Um, like that, you know, as I was saying, like that um, there are Black Israelis and, uh, and, and Black Jews <laughs> uh, all over the world. There are, there are Jews of various nationalities, but that doesn't fit their narrative, so they are going to say what they have been saying. All right, when we come back, uh, I'm going to be talking about how this Gaza-Israeli violence uh, has marked a shift in the American political debate over Israel. Uh, so in other words, I'm going to be talking to you about politics. What impact this 11-day war, or you know, I hate to call it a war because it was really an 11-day attack on Israel and Israel uh, defending itself. But whatever, let's call it the war um that what impact is that going to have on American politics so stay tuned welcome back to the terrorist therapist show um we're talking today about Black Lives Matter bringing Hamas Israeli war to American streets um I hope that if you have any questions about this I know that some of you are going to uh disagree with what I'm talking about, and that's okay. Um, I'm really trying to bring this all to your attention and um, you can, um, you know, do further research yourself, particularly about Black Lives Matter because um, they, they have done a great job, Black Lives Matter has done a great job on publicity, I must say. Um, because they have promoted themselves as being this benign uh, group who is just looking out for social justice, uh, racial justice, um, you know, not wanting there to be racism in America. And all the while, while we were sleeping, um, they have really been, uh, and, and they've only started since approximately 20, 2012, 20. it um, it was after the Trayvon Martin case, Uh, I'll get to that. But, um, you know, during this time, the the founders, I mean, the key is looking at the, at who the founders are of Black Lives Matter, because you will see that they are unabashedly Marxist. They unabashedly have, plans, a goal to, and an an agenda to destroy America so that America can become Marxist. Marxist. They and their, the left, uh, progressive leftists in Congress, the squad primarily, um, have really been having a big influence on Biden. And, um, and they are certainly have a friend in Obama. They, uh, Biden is Obama's puppet because um, he he is having trouble thinking for himself. And he is very vulnerable to Obama. And Obama is basically having a second term. And Obama has made America more vulnerable to terrorists than in his term he made America more vulnerable to terrorists than any other president in the history of the United States, um, and so this is this is all part of the plan, folks. <laughs> this uh, Hamas attack on Israel, really, you know, the idea that it's about these six families who were uprooted because they haven't they don't belong on the uh, in their, you know, where they've been squatting. That is the excuse, and then they also used. Um, the Temple Mount, a skirmish at the Temple Mount is an excuse, but that this is all part of the plan and um, it's very unfortunate when there is a a coalescence of aims to destroy America between um, between terrorists, radical Islamist terrorists like Hamas and Marxists like black lives matter and like leftists who other leftists uh, although they are pretty much (laughs) coalesced themselves but still i just it's important to understand that this is all falling in places these are dominoes falling and america has to wake up to this before the last domino has fallen anyhow now let's look at how this um recent uh, uh war has shifted American politics. Um, First of all, um, in the history of America, Democrats and Republicans have alike, have stood by Israel almost unconditionally. They have Democrats and Republicans both um, believed, that uh, Israel has a right to defend itself, you know, like, which um, should be a no-brainer. But this uh, latest violence has caused somewhat of a shift. And this is because um, the criticism from the left has be- was louder than in the past. And progressives are pressuring Biden to speak up forcefully in support of Palestinians. There is a growing power of the racial justice movements, including Black Lives Matter, of course, um, primarily Black Lives Matter. And um, that is, you know, I guess it's the coalescence that I was just talking about between Black Lives Matter and, and the leftists um, other leftists, let's say, uh, have coalesced and they are pressuring Biden. And of course we have Obama on the other side of Biden who is, you know, are really, really on the same side of the, of, the, the, um, of the Black Lives Matter and the other leftists. Um, he is, you know, shoring them up uh, behind the scenes. And then the other part of why there is, is a shift it um, seems to be at this point. The other, side, the other part of it is that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he was seen to be very closely aligned with President Trump. He was. Trump protected Israel. There's no question about that. Uh, Trump moved the American consulate to Jerusalem and brokered peace deals in the Middle East. Of course, I'm wondering why the people who he broke the country, who he broke a peace deal deals with, didn't come to the aid of Israel. But I guess I guess Israel was doing fine on its own, and one could only hope that they would come to Israel's aid um, if Israel needed it further, needed further help. Um, so this has caused a biggest the, the biggest public disagreement. Yet between Biden and the progressive wing of his party, because you know we saw uh, Talib uh, come talk to him at the um, there was a, there was a I think I thought it was at the airport I'm not sure where she came but it was in the media there was media coverage of Rashida Talib um, who um, is a progressive Democrat. And she is the first Palestinian-American woman in Congress. So obviously, she is going to be speaking out loudly uh, on behalf of the Palestinians. Um, and she is very angry about Biden's what Biden has done, or let's say what he hasn't done, in terms of helping the Palestinians in this war. Um, so but. Uh, Biden um, did tell Israel that he thought they should um, calm down the, you know, basically stop protecting itself, which is kind of absurd. But in any case, Israel Israel did um, make the first move to a ceasefire. So the you know, so it didn't go further in terms of, you know, what would Biden have done? Um, if there wasn't a ceasefire. And we will probably get to see that because I doubt the ceasefire is going to last for very long uh, because, um, because because of Iran. Because the bottom line is that peace deal, you can make t- uh, peace, de- peace deal and ceasefire after ceasefire, but Iran, does not want this to happen. They does, Iran doesn't want peace in the Middle East. Iran has said, I don't know how many more times Iran has to say, shout, scream uh, to its people, the, the leaders to its people, and to the media. They have not made any secrets about this. Iran has not made any secrets about this. They, the leaders and the people, yell death to Israel, death to America. America seems to be deaf to these uh, proclamations of death to Israel and death to America. But um, we are seeing it, um, the, the threat is growing. Um, I guess that, oh, I wanted just one more thing. I wanted to mention um, the, the beginnings of this. Um, there is, it, I was saying, there's no, it's no, uh, it's not a coincidence that this is coming out now, and it's not just about the, the recent things that happened in Israel. Um, there has been intentional efforts to create black Palestinian solidarity. This started after the 2012 killing of Trayvon Martin. There was a 17 year old black teenager in Florida who was named Ahmad Abu Znaed. Naid. Um, And he co-founded a group called Dream Defenders that organizes black and brown communities. And he said, in 2012, on our first march, we were marching to Sanford, Florida, where Trayvon was killed. And on that march, I was wearing a keffiyeh, um, the Palestinian traditional scarf, that many rightly identify with the Palestinian struggle and we had conversations about state-sanctioned violence. Then he continues, through Dream Defenders, he went, oh no, that, was, that this isn't a quote, but in 2015, through Dream Defenders, he led four delegations of Black activists that included people such as Patrice Coolers, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, um, to Israel to show how Palestinians li- live. And this was one of the first of several trips that Black Lives Matter leaders went on to Palestine. So in other words, I mean, it's so, it just shows though, (laughs) the power of one person um, if you wanna make something happen. Um, So Ahmad, um, it was his intention all along to combine blacks, the, the, the cause of blacks with the cause of Palestinians. And early on, by 2015, he brought in the people the you know, Black Lives Matter um, and other delegations of Black activists. So now we see the fruit of that labor. Um, and again, this is so, so this is why I am trying to wave a red flag, a red war flag warning to uh, America to that, in fact, we are probably going to be seeing more violence in the streets, uh, the kinds of violent riots, protests that turn into riots, the kind that we saw on behalf of George Floyd. Well, thank you for listening to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist.